Howdy doody, all of my spooky pals. Um, what is going on on this spooky Tuesday? I'm bringing Corinne up here. Ooh, it's fun. I get to see myself in this. It, weirdly, I'm also in the speaker requests. Hi, Corinne. Uh, hello, everybody. Hello. How are you all doing? Let's do a check-in. I'm in a lot of therapy yeah. lately, so we start yeah. all sessions with a check-in. Yes, yeah, so a little temperature check. How are we all doing? Sabrina just teaches me everything she learns in therapy. I basically <laughs> get it for free. <laughs> yeah, right? One day I'll start a, a podcast. We were just talking about this. Um, that's what happens when you have 12 hours of therapy a week. You're like, I know what I'm doing. Actually, it's really inspired me because I've always said this. I really do want to eventually go back to school and get a master's in psychology. I just, I love people. I love understanding how people work and why we do the things that we do. And I feel like people in the psychology world are just so willing to put egos aside and learn about themselves. And I just love that those type of people, types of people. And I also just think, I don't know, I it's something that I've always wanted to do. And now doing this program that I'm doing, I'm even more what's the word i'm more fortified in my resolve of wanting to do this and go to school eventually and get a master's i'm sure you could do one of those programs that are like well i don't know why i'm saying that are like i mean i have my masters i know how the programs are set up you can go as much or as little as you want you could take one credit one class well, every true. semester that's true you don't have to go all at once it's funny because we were joking today in my program. We're like, well, we're all in therapy for 12 hours a week. We're basically professionals, even though we're the patients, right? <laughs> That's how it goes. It's kind That's of That's like, how it goes. I mean, my mom worked as a counselor and got her master's too. And like the joke of, of that profession is the people who go into it are really just seeking answers within themselves, right? To like figure out. Yeah. Yourself. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? I'm sick in the head. And <laughs> more in control. Um, Eddie said, you study psychology to find answers to your questions. That's very true. We're all just trying to survive yes, and exactly. learn about ourselves. And, that's, you know, that's part of life. That's that's life, man. <laughs> that's life. My, like, crazy laugh I just had there. Um <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> oh, oh my god! It kind of is like we're at a sleepover where you just giggle and say whatever. <laughs> Delusional. Oh my gosh, I forgot the theme is sleepover. It's sleepover, Sabrina. It's sleepover. Oh my gosh! And you're laying back in bed. You're ready for the sleepover. I'm ready I'm for the slumber party. I'm crisscross applesauce. This really does feel like a sleepover, doesn't it? It does. And especially with how we were just, we had our meeting before this. It felt very best friends just hanging out in their PJs. Um, so that being said, friends, I, we are going to get our fuzzy socks on and get in our sleeping bags. And if you sleep over at my childhood home, my little ghost boy will in the middle of telling a ghost story, set off all the toys and freak you out. So tonight, I feel like I'm setting this up like uh, like taking the longest possible amount of time. No, I'm into it. I don't think I've blinked the whole time you're talking. (laughs) Okay, Wednesday, Jenna Ortega. (laughs) Um, But 
Yes. So tonight we're asking that if you raise your hand, you have a story specifically about a sleepover, like something like a ghost story you had happened to you when you were at a sleepover, a Ouija board you played when you were a Ouija board story of when you played one at a sleepover, or I don't know, did you ever play Bloody Mary at a sleepover? It also could just be like a group hangout, sleepover vibes. Sleepover vibes. But we picked this because a few weeks ago we were pulling things out of the hat and so many people raised their hand when we got to the topic of haunted sleepovers. So we're pretty confident that we're going to have quite a few. Yes. And if you hear like grumbling and growls and you think there's a demon in the background, it is just my stomach. Um, (laughs) Digestion. Digestion or bad indigestion, we should say. Um, As always, let's try to keep our stories to five-ish minutes or so so we can get as many people up here as possible. Please only speak your request uh, if you have a story pertaining to the theme, which is sleepovers, and try to find a quiet space to share your story so everyone can hear you properly and that the audio is top-notch for when we post it on our feed for everyone else to listen to. And also, as always... Treat everyone very kindly in the chat and show love and appreciation for human beings because we're all going through it. Gosh. Thank you, Sabrina. I'm going through it is what I mean. <laughs> Every, everybody Oh, is. the cackles. Okay. Oh, my God. My... This is, the place, this is oh. the place to vent if you ever needed one. The most supportive yeah. group ever. The most. Okay. I'm going to start with Wanda. And then after that, I'm going to bring up Kat. Hi. Hi, guys. I didn't think I was going to get picked. Hello. Hi. So, first of all, I love you guys. Um, (laughs) We love you. Okay, so my story, I was born and raised in the Bronx. I'm a Latina. So my story has to do more with, like, I think it's more of a folk tale than anything. But, so I was about seven years old. I was raised in the 80s and the 90s, back when a village raised a child, not like today. Now it's it is. Danger. It really is. Mm-hmm. Stranger danger. Like, you know, if somebody says something about your kid, most mothers are ready to fight. Back then, neighbors were your second and third moms. And if your mom was in there, she's going to tell your mom. So you couldn't do anything back then. So, <laughs> so I, I lived in a, you know, in a tenant building and my mom was friends with like three other mothers. And one of them, I love her to pieces. She's gone now, but I love her to death. She had an older daughter, a son about my age, and then she ended up adopting her niece. So I was having a sleepover in her house. I was about seven years old. She had this, you know, those life-size dolls? They're about like three feet tall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those oh, terrifying oh, yeah. things. Yes. Those things. I, I, oh, can I curse? Because please go for it. it out. <laughs> I can't fucking stand them. And I have to blame her for this. So (laughs) she, you know, some people are into this, you know, like some Spanish people are into this Santeria and, you know, praying to these statues and all this other shit. And this one doll she had in her house that was standing by her TV. It was a dark skinned doll with black hair up to her shoulders, red lips. And I never liked that doll. And I told her one day, I said, I don't like that doll. I always feel like it's like it's watching me. She said, you didn't know that when you sleep here, 
she lays in bed with you and asks you for rice and beans. So I was like, get the fuck out of here. I was not, so one time I stayed there and I think she must have thought this shit was funny because she moved that doll to right in front of the door, the bedroom door. Nope. No. Yeah. And when I went to use the bathroom in the middle of the night, I literally screamed my ass off and I can, I, I know that she woke up. Because she ended up laughing. And I was like, I, I ran, I ended up going downstairs to my house because I was, she lived in the sixth floor and I lived in the fifth floor. And I just left. I was like, nope. I was like, mom, let me in, let me in, let me in, let me in. I didn't want, I never slept over her house again because I didn't want that little dark skinned doll to come to my bed and ask me for some rice and beans. <laughs> and it's the dumbest I thing. Huh? Did she tell all of the kids that? I don't know. I'm pretty sure she <laughs> did. You know, but but what's funny is that I was talking. So I, I reconnected with a cousin of mine through Ancestry. And we were, I was like, hey, so I was here. I was in Puerto Rico at this time. You Were you there? He's like, yes. And then I, I, I remembered him. And then I started telling him about, you know, stuff in my childhood. And I told him about the doll. But he said, you know what? That is, there's the doll that people, you know, like would like what you call it, you know, they, I don't know, they have it for whatever reason, protection, whatever. And he said he has heard stories about dolls like that, asking for rice and rice or beans. One of them, I said, the fuck out of here. I never in my life would ever have a, doll, a, a life-size doll. Never because of that. Real quick, this will be my last thing. One time when I moved, I was 20. I moved into a studio apartment. I opened the closet door and there was a fucking life-size doll in there. <gasps> when you moved when I moved into that studio apartment no and it was empty except for the except doll except for the doll nope I, so do we think do we think someone left the apartment to get away from the doll I, and was just I, like well, good I, luck to the next I people. have no idea but I know I threw that shit out quick <laughs> quick no. that's that like ever since that one sleepover my life has changed because because of that lady, and though I love her to death, because God knows I do, I would never have a life-size doll in my house. I wouldn't even let my son get like a G.I. Joe, those life-size G.I. Joes. No, it's not happening. Well, also, like, when we look at so many of the haunted and possessed wow. dolls, they usually are large. Like, think of the Raggedy Ann doll from the Conjuring movie. That thing is huge. It's yeah. life-size. No, you see, uh, no, I, I just can't. I can't. Just no, I never just again. No. Never, never, never again allowed a life-size doll in my house, whether it was for me or for my son. Well, my son's old now, but I, I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And, and, and I never want to do it. And I would never buy it for anybody else. <laughs> I'm with you on that. How do you feel about the oversized teddy bears? I think they're ridiculous. <laughs> it is too much. It is too much. So my husband... My what years ago when um what's the name of trolls trolls the one with poppy with poppy and brand okay so I yeah I'm not yeah. like that anymore but it, you know poppy's a very bubbly character so he bought me a poppy a poppy doll and it's cute but I don't care for dolls and he's like mm -hmm. every time he makes the bed he puts a poppy doll next to him and then he puts a Yoda next to his side of the bed and I'm like you really need to get rid of all these fucking dolls. <laughs> So, yeah, that, I, yes. I, that's my sleepover story. It may not be scary, but it definitely scarred me for life. No, it is. 
I mean, it's pretty freaking creepy. It is. Well, and also I feel like your aversion to it and, and how much you're convinced that the doll is going to come to life or dolls are going to come to life. I feel like there's something there, right? Um, like you're feeling the energy. You I know that there's know. potential and you're trying to avoid that. Right. I was not having it. My mom, my mom thought it was hilarious when I went down there and I told her that, that the doll moved. And that's when she later on told me it was, it was her. She, she moved the doll. So cruel. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going back up there. I don't want to sleep over no more. And I don't, I don't think I ever slept over anybody else's house after that. Oh my God. She ruined sleepovers for you. I am wow. not kidding. I, I, the only other time I slept over was my brother's house. And that was it. And I never stayed over anybody else's house because I just never knew what the house was about. And I didn't want to find out. <laughs> you know, better safe than sorry. Yeah, right? yeah for sure. And then, oh, you know, wow. I was, it, that's my story. I, I don't, I don't think I've ever told anybody that, but, but my cousin, when I was, when I reconnected with him, I told him about that. And he said, yeah, that, that's Spanish. Some Spanish people do have those dolls. And I'm like, fuck out of here. Not me. <laughs> not you. <laughs> oh my gosh. But that's it. Wow. I hope you girls enjoyed. Thank oh, you so gosh. much. Thank, Thank you. you girls. Bye. 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 I'm definitely going to be like Wanda and have a rule, no life-sized anything. No, yeah, that's, I think, very fair. Because if it does come to life, whoa, ooh, my, I'm on video too, and my, my eyes like stayed closed for a little too long. I thought I got possessed for a second. Um, but the bigger it is, oh my gosh. the more strength you have to use when it comes to life and attacks you, right? Like that's the whole premise of the Chucky trilogy <laughs> or however many... I don't care what size it is. I think it will, if it's possessed, you're screwed. True. Oh, sorry to imagine have if it was really tiny, it like climbs up your bed sheets and then it just like tickles inside your ear. There's Ugh. that, there's that um, specific paranormal game, which I covered on an episode and I can't remember what it's called, but it was like, you had to put a doll in like a certain room and the whole idea was to have the doll come to life and chase you with a freaking knife. No, thank you. Yeah. Nope. Well, similar to Wanda's mom, my mom tried to scar my brother, but she failed. After the Conjuring movie, <laughs> she was hunting for my Raggedy Ann doll because he was having a sleepover with some other boys in the basement. It was like a high school group or whatever. And she was searching for this Raggedy mm-hmm. Ann doll to just like sneak in at night and like place somewhere staring at them. <laughs> but she couldn't find it. Oh, so she tried. She tried to create trauma. Oh my gosh, <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny. Um, I love this. Haunted yeah, sleepovers. How great. Haunted sleepovers. Okay, I said I'm going to bring up cat, I believe, and then after that, I will bring up Lena. Oh wait, there's some good points in here that Elf on the Shelf is also oh. a scary doll that comes during the holiday season. And moves around and causes mischief. I'm scared. Yeah. Hi, Kat. Hi. How are you? Okay, Kat, who yes. is your cat in the photo? Well, this is Salem, and he's actually right beside me right now. <laughs> he's like, oh, no. Hi, he Salem. got called. He, like, ran up to the couch, and I'm, like, all excited, so he's watching me. Oh, like, that's so cute. <laughs> that's <awesome. laughs> Yay. Okay, so I'm going to go right in. Um, this is about – it's funny because you just said your eyes were closed for too long, and you thought you were possessed. My story is about – 
possession. Um, it's about a oh, pos- lovely. Yeah, it's about a possessed oh, best gosh. friend in grade eight. And we were at a sleepover and it was just me and her. She was one of the cool girls in school and I was the geek. So she would only like when we had sleepovers, I would only be the only one there kind of thing, you know, because, you know, she had to have her cool friend sleepovers. So anyway, so <laughs> we decided. It's okay. I'm sorry. It's fine. I'm over it now. Uh, middle school is the worst. <laughs> I'm like, it sucks. Um, but yeah, I ended up going over and we got the bright idea to play a Ouija board that night. Her parents, this was early evening. So her parents like went out for the movies and we're in grade eight. So obviously they let us stay alone. So we didn't have a real Ouija board. We ended up getting a piece of paper and I'm like, you know what? Back in Europe where I'm from, like we use a piece, like a glass. So you put it on top and it just moves. Like you catch a spirit in a glass. So we ended up like writing all the letters and stuff like that and put the glass on. So we sat there for a little bit and uh, we started asking about boys and all that stuff. And then the glass starts to move. And I'm just like, oh my God, you're moving it totally. Cause we're like, we're pretending. And I'm like, you're, you're totally moving it. So we ended up just sitting there staring at each other for a little bit and she wouldn't speak anymore. And I'm just like, what, why are you staring? And she had the, cre- okay, I swear to God, she had the creepiest like green eyes, but that's her real eyes. So even if she got possessed, I couldn't really tell the difference. I guess. <laughs> Because <laughs> she had like the biggest green eyes, like those dark, you know, like exorcist yeah. green eyes. So I'm just looking at her and she's staring at me and she lets go of the glass mm-hmm. and I'm still holding it and it starts to like move. So I know she's not doing it. And I'm like, okay, so it's not you. We let go of the glass and I'm just sitting there yelling at her. I'm like, look at me, like talk to me. I turn around and this glass starts moving off the table by itself and just shatters on the floor like just by so me being in grade eight i'm sorry but i'm such a bad friend i freaking booted it out of there like i opened this door (laughs) and i just ran i don't even think i ran that fast in my life down the street in my pjs and i turned around and she's walking after me slowly like you know it follows like you keep talking about it It follows that's how slowly she was walking out of this door just like no expression and i'm like yes i know i'm like what are you doing and i'm yelling and she's just like staring at me blankly i'm like okay so she got to me and i'm like okay i'm on the street so if like she gets me i'm gonna yell so she's still staring at me so i'm like okay i'm just gonna turn you around and we just start walking slowly back to the house and she laid down in bed and i laid her down and she still wasn't talking i went and cleared up her glass and I lay down mm-hmm. beside her, freaked out as ever. And we both passed out. And do you know what the funny thing is after that? Like, I could tell you what happened the next day, but I can't. Because I do not have any recollection of speaking to her ever again in my brain. Like, this was in grade eight. I am, I'm what, 36 what? now. So this was when I was, what, 14, 13. I do not have Whoa. any recollection of this girl ever after that in my brain. I'm sure we woke up. We spoke, we saw the parents, everything was fine, but I cannot remember any of this. I don't remember oh what the God. hell happened, like at all. After that, I don't. <gasps> Maybe yeah, that's but for the weird. best. Like, I don't she, know. Like, erase my memory of her and I never saw her. Like maybe she is still like possessed and like it oh. took her and I don't remember her. Like everything else is erased after that moment. Kind of like a men in black sort of alien. I mean, what if she's an alien? Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, her like really bright green eyes. 
Exactly. Oh my God. Maybe it was uh, an experience. Who knows? Corinne. Yeah. So wow. Okay. Wait. Have you ever talked to your parental unit? Yeah, my friend who, who ever picked you up for yeah. that sleepover. No, no, I went home. We lived right down the street from each other. So I like went home after that. I know for sure. And then the fact, like, I don't remember her, but I'm talking to my best, like my other best friends from school. And they're like, oh yeah, like we seen her around. What are you talking about? And I'm like, I have never, I don't remember this. I'm like, you don't understand. They're like, yeah, she goes to this high school. And I'm like, I've never, I've never spoke to her again. They're like, yes, you have. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't remember this. And it's funny because I just met up with my friend from grade seven. We just went back to Toronto for a visit and I haven't seen her in like 10 years. And she's like, oh, do you remember so-and-so? And I'm like, yes. Did you see her? She's like, oh yeah, like a few times after like grade eight, but that's it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't remember any of it. So it's weird. I'm like, my memory is completely based of her. Yeah. <laughs> that is weird, especially because what you're describing, your memory is so vivid in terms of what happened during the sleepover, like at night. Oh yeah. It was so traumatizing. <laughs> so I'm like, after that, I don't remember how I got home. I don't remember seeing her ever again after that. Yeah. And I'm sure I have. It's just your but, friendship. Wow. Just, it, nothing happened. Yeah. Never talked Nothing. Again. Nope. I'm like, why didn't we ever speak again? It's my best friend. Like I cannot, I swear, I cannot remember why we haven't spoke or ever seen each other after that. I, there's no memory whatsoever. That is so strange. I know. So that I don't know if it's like so still bizarre. like it was like an evil that, that kind of took her away, but made me forget about her and not look for her. I don't know. Yeah. It's just using yeah. her as their avatar and just exactly. banking on you not remembering everything and not yeah. speaking to her again. And- yeah, exactly. All I remember is what happened, but that's it. After that, it's like she was taken. Oh so it's weird. It's so creepy. Now I'm talking about it. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And I shouldn't be telling you guys this because I stopped listening to you guys. Don't, don't, don't stop listening, <laughs> everybody. But I did because I ended up starting waking up at 3 a.m. every single night. And I went to like somebody that re like cleansed me because they said something was attached to me from your podcast. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to listen. And then I'm oh, listening. No. Oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. We're but I'm so listening. Sorry. You guys called me up. I'm like, oh, my God, it's a sign. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, what was attached to you? I need to know. So they said it was um, a thing made out of bats. It was like a dark thing that kept uh, picking at me at night and feeding on my energy. And Ooh. like, I became really negative. And I'm usually such a positive person. And I became very um, snappy and stressed and like very, like I haven't slept because I kept waking up at 3am and I just stay up until the morning. So, and having five kids, it's kind of hard because <laughs> I'm like, it's, wow, you are yeah. a, a saint, a hero, <laughs> superhero. Yeah. So she cleansed me of it and I never woke up again at 3am. It was like, great. So I decided to turn you guys on today. So, and you called me up, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You know what? I think the best place, because other people in chat too are like, oh, I don't listen in my house anymore because creepy things oh, yeah. happen. Shannon said that. And a few few other comments are flying in there. And now it's making me think that perhaps the best place to possibly listen to our podcast is walking through a metaphysical shop because there's just like so much healing energy and cleansing around those shops. You just have to walk around, <laughs> browse sure. every day. Oh, 100%. Yes. For sure. I'm going to, maybe I'll start. Okay. I'll start. I won't quit you guys forever. I'm going to get break. Again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you haven't really quit us. You're here now talking to us, aren't you? I know. Yeah, you're Dang it. You just keep reeling me in. <laughs> well, thank you so much for everything. Thank you for calling me up. Thank you, Kat. Wow. You. I'm okay. Wait, I should have waited for Kat 
I, I have Martha questions, but I'm, what if God, we're, we're processing, right? Uh, yeah. Like, that was a lot. We need a processing group as, as we say in my <laughs> treatment, which I guess is the chat, but what if Kat was also possessed? Right. Yeah. I don't know. Ooh. Sorry to say. Okay. Kat, now I'm thinking of when your sister, yourself. <laughs> when your sister was almost possessed and there was like light and dark fighting. What if Kat and her friend both got mm-hmm. possessed by light and dark and like that was the battle that was about to begin and it did happen, but they don't remember it. They were the Sims. What would have happened? Other things. I don't know. Okay. But actually I have a I very quick anecdote. Um, I forgot to tell you this, Sabrina, and I can't believe it because I was so excited when it happened that I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to tell Sabrina as soon as we record. And now two weeks have gone by. I think I experienced a full glitch in the matrix <laughs> the other day in my apartment. So well, the mailroom is on the left. The elevators are on the right. I was leaving the mailroom and I pass a man who was whistling. He makes eye contact with me, which in Boston is not normal. So <laughs> we make eye contact. So I'm like really perceiving him. And then he goes back into the mailroom and I hear him whistling his song and it's in the distance. He's like rummaging through boxes. The elevator opens. There are three people in the elevator and they start to get out, but they stop right at the door and hold the door open and ask me for directions to a certain location in the apartment building. And I give them that information and they say, okay, great. Thank you so much. The three of them who were blocking Uh the door exit the elevator. I get onto the elevator. That man who was just whistling in the package room is standing mm-hmm. in the elevator with his package. He was like what? in the corner where I couldn't see him. Ah! Maybe obstructed by the three people. I have no idea. And then another girl got on the elevator with us. And I so badly, I, I held my tongue, I bit my tongue, but I so badly, as soon as this guy wanted to get off, be like, oh my God, the weirdest thing just happened to me. Like that man that was in here, he wasn't in here before. But I was like, I'm going to sound like I'm losing it. <laughs> so I didn't, but there, it was like, I have no idea how it happened. I heard him whistling and then all of a sudden he was in the elevator. Wait, so did he jump timelines or did you, Corinne? I don't know. He didn't seem confused about where he was. I seem to be the only confused uh, one. I, well, I, now I'm confused with you. Yeah. Anyway, that was probably the biggest glitch I think I've ever experienced. Shannon is asking if you've seen him since. No, I haven't. But there's a lot of people around so i don't know maybe i i need to remember what time i went and track him when he gets back from work become a stalker now yeah what if you're a time traveler Kroon? i don't what if you can poof back and forth like bigfoot maybe you're becoming bigfoot maybe or maybe i did just kind of switch into a different timeline i don't know i didn't realize now you can only see the top of my head i just moved it so you can see me well um well if, that, if that's true, me and Bigfoot will probably start a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brian. There's room for three. Oh, <laughs> cute. So <laughs> progressive of you, Corinne. Okay, I'm going to bring up Lena. And then after that, Brett, I want to say is how you say your name. B-R-E-T-T-E. Hello, Lena. Such a appropriate profile picture for Campfire Stories. I- I was drawn to it. Flowers. Hello. Hello. I just want to first say that I have crazy vivid dreams and you two were in them the other night. 
I was at like some Ooh. conference or convention and there was oh. a big screen and they were getting ready to play something and everybody started chanting TGOG. And I look up and I look over to my left and both of you oh were right gosh. there like, hi, Lena. And I was like, oh my God, I just started crying. I was like, I'm so happy. <laughs> Lena, I hope that's a peak well, what to our future. What if that was you dreaming this right now? Like it was a bit of a fortune telling to right. coming up on stage with us <laughs> and us saying, hi, Lena. That's so awesome. I'm so happy <laughs> right now. Um, we're happy thanks. to have you. So I guess one of my sleepover stories um, is when back in the day before we all had cell phones where we could call people or text people right away. We're hanging out at my friend's house um, and we are bored. We have another friend there who can drive. So we're like, let's get in the car and go check out some haunted places. So the first place we go is over in, um, it's called the Pillar of Fire. And it's in like Westminster, Colorado. And it's a super crazy um, looking building that's all stone and stuff. It's just really creepy. So we go there, check it out. Nothing happens. There's also a gravesite there. <laughs> so we decide that we're also going to go to the most haunted road in Colorado, which is called Riverdale Road. And it's super popular on um, like other other platforms. I'm sure people have heard of it. If they've heard of anything from Colorado, that one always comes up. Yeah, like it's haunted. So um, there have oh. been like multiple like accidents and stuff there. Um, what is this called? I'm gonna. I just want to write it. <laughs> Riverdale Road, and it goes between <laughs> Thornton and Brighton, Colorado. Okay. Feels um, very apropos to be haunted. Oh yeah, and it's one long road, and it's part of it's super super windy. Of course, there's like the gates of hell and the woman who is trying to get a ride and in the truck that tries to run you off the road. And actually back when my siblings were in high school, back in like the 80s, um, a girl's body was found there. And actually it's happened multiple times where people have been found there for different oh, reasons, but um, several miles. Uh, yeah. Okay. And, yeah it's it's crazy and a lot of people think it's so much fun to take their motorcycles out or brand new cars to test drive them and it's just it's scary we were on it the other night and I was could not wait to get off of it but anyway so my story is is that we get to the road on our way there our friend who's driving is telling us the story of like once you get on the road at a certain point you'll look behind you there's going to be headlights behind you but really far behind you and then you'll look down a second later you'll look back up into your rear view mirror and they're going to be like on your ass trying to chase you off the road so we're like okay fine let's do it we get on the road we look behind us there's headlights okay cool no big deal he goes oh shit they're behind us they're right behind us we look behind us and there's a truck trying (laughs) It's barreling down on us, trying to run us off the road, swerving behind us. So he's in his little, I don't know, little shitty car. And he's hauling and we're screaming. And we finally get to one point where the quote unquote uh, gates of hell are supposed to be. So now we're even more scared. (laughs) 
And this guy is in this huge pickup truck. Um, yeah. And on like one side of us, on the other side of us, we're just trying to keep going. And we get to the end of the road to Highway 7 and we turn right and we think we lost him because this is now like a busier road. So then we turn left into like this little pullout area. And before we know it, this same truck, well, we think it's the same truck, comes in the opposite lanes, cuts us off. We had like mere inches between us. And no joke, my life flashed before my eyes. I thought that was it. Yeah, it's just, that's one of my stories for, oh, from that road. But. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That is uh, terrifying. You have multiple yeah, stories. I mean, right? you know, because it's like the place in town where you want you go if you want to get freaked out. And <laughs> I can email you some more. I mean, did you ever go again after this experience? Um, not purposely to like get freaked out, but we've had to use the road before to get to other places. Ugh. Yeah, Gosh. <laughs> that's the, like that's one of the things we don't consider, right? Is like the no. unsuspecting people that don't know anything about the reputation of the road who are just like la 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 on my way to see family in Utah, and they're just driving, and then this happens to them, right? <laughs> I cannot believe that you guys actually yeah experience that. That's so horrifying. And two, just you know, seeing the headlights, kind of like what you were saying, where you were like, okay, no big deal, because there are other people driving on the road, right? You're just like. Oh, yes. it's nothing. But then how quickly it escalated, how scared you guys almost have felt. Yeah, it was it was insane. And yeah. then, um, and of course he was telling us that this would happen on our way there, but again, it was back in the day where we couldn't like text somebody. He couldn't text somebody and be like, "Hey, I'm about to freak these girls out. Like, come help me." You know, it just happened. <laughs> Right. Okay, wait. Sorry if I missed this part of the oh, story. Oh, my God. I was just really picturing you in the truck with it, like, <laughs> swerving right behind you. What happened after, like, to the truck? Did you did it pass you? Did it disappear? So when we were on Highway 7, we were about to turn left into this little, like, um, out, outcut. This it was like a dirt road. And as we were turning, he came into oncoming traffic, like those lanes, and cut us off as we were turning. Like, we were about to T-bone him. Mm. And then he just took off. Oh, man. That's so yeah. awful. <laughs> well, you're here. You're alive. You made it. You, you survived. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the bright side. <laughs> yeah. You live to tell the tale. Thank God. It's one of those things, too, where we, we talk sometimes about how scary it is when we hear those rare stories where spirits actually inflict pain where like someone gets scraped or there's an arrow going through them or like something actually happening and this is one of those scenarios right where like should this driver be a paranormal regular who runs people off the road that is that is some of the the worst injuries you could create and it's like who's gonna what what are you going to say when you go into the hospital or okay sorry this is this is like a horrible scenario <laughs> but imagine why am i saying this sorry okay i should give a trigger Let's warning hear it. trigger <laughs> warning the theory that i'm about to give involves death of friends and family and what happens in law after 
that occurs. I don't know if that was a good enough trigger warning, but basically I'm thinking about like, you know, when someone does get in a car accident and it's fatal, but someone survives the driver, they usually get investigated for manslaughter. That's like a horrible part of the process because people did die, even though it's like their friends, their family, like it's, it's so atrocious, but it does happen. And I just can't imagine going off the road in this scenario and that happening and, and your, your like alibi or not alibi, but like your defense is that a, a ghost truck ran you off. How would you even go back? I mean, hopefully no one ever right. has to, to do that, but. Although the, the nice thing, hopefully is that that road is infamous enough in the area that people would believe yeah. you. And all the mediums, I'm sure, would come in and be like, we yeah. see it. Do we know? <laughs> right. Man. Yeah. I told my nephews are um, in their late teens now, but when they were younger, I'm like, you guys just don't go on that road. Just stay off. Yes. <laughs> do not go on that road. Yeah. It's one thing to pick up a hitchhiking ghost. It's another thing to be driven off the road. Yeah. Man. <laughs> okay. Well, Lena, I'm glad that you survived and that you're here with us. Yeah, it was nice to meet, meet you in my dreams and here tonight. Yes, hopefully we're in some more dreams. <laughs> yeah, we'll haunt your dreams again this week. Yes, please. I'll schedule it in to my astral plane <laughs> visitations. Thank you. Thanks, Lena. Awesome. Thank you so much. What if I could really just um, schedule astral projections? That, I mean, if you got really good at it, I bet you could. But also, I was just having a thought where... What if Alina and other people are in our dreams too, and we just don't realize that we're all in each other's dreams? Like, I, what if some of our listeners, some of the people that are here right now, we do interact with, with in dreams in the astral plane, but we all just think we're maybe dreaming. that's why we feel like we're all such good friends. Yeah. Interesting. It's a thought. I feel like I'm not wrong. I, you know what? I believe everything you say. This is why I would join your cult, Corinne. I believe everything I say too, which is probably <laughs> I need to talk to someone about that. <laughs> and see, meanwhile, over here, I have the opposite problem and I'm trying to work on my conviction within myself, my <laughs> self-confidence. We both uh, swing a little too hard on one side. Yeah. The opposite side. If we could just mesh our bodies into one, we would be the ultimate human. We would be so mentally healthy. <laughs> World domination would be at our fingertips. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you all for just being here while Corinne and I just have fun. <laughs> well, it's our sleepover. It's everybody here's sleepover. Yeah, we're all having a slumber party. We're just the kids um, that like are annoying while everyone else is trying to sleep. And we're like, shit, we I draw on people's I was totally that kid. I remember I went to a Girl Scout camp and... I got yelled at so much because me and like a couple of girls were just staying up so late giggling and other people were like, we're trying to sleep. And I was like, you're at Girl Scout camp. <laughs> <laughs> this is Girl Scout camp, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me like looking like Samara at them. Welcome to getting summer up. camp. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'll bring up Sonia. Sonja? So- Sonia? So- well, let's see. How do you say your name? Oh, wow. Sonia. Hi. Sonia. It is Sonia? Yeah, it's Sonia. Hi. Yeah, hi. Whoa. Hello, Sonia. 
Hello. So cool. <laughs> Isn't it weird hearing yourself on here? I just have no pills because I'm like, I can't believe I'm talking to you guys. IRL, this is cray cray. <laughs> Welcome. How haunted are you? Um, pretty. Yeah, I've I've been pretty spiritually blessed my whole life. You could say. <laughs> I love that. That's such a good. Yeah, I like that. that. Spiritually I was blessed. Thinking, it sounds positive when you say. It like yeah, that. I was thinking about what I would want to share with you guys, and I was like, I can give them a choice. I can give you three options. Because I obviously can't go into everything, but like I have a true crime connection story that's pretty cool. I have a haunted house that I lived in story. And I also have, oh, what was my other one? It must not be that important. We can pick between two. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, a haunted house that you lived in has more sleepover vibes because you slept there for a lot of your life, I'm imagining. So let's do that. Yeah. A couple months. I actually moved out pretty quickly because it was like really scary. Um, But it was like this college uh, boyfriend's house. And I ended up moving in as you do when you're 19 and naive and just like, this is going to be fine. (laughs) And it wasn't fine. It was was like, um, there were like five boys living in the house. And then I was basically sleeping in this guy's room and he was just a real asshole. And like, he made me keep all my stuff in this like weird, creepy attic like storage space yeah like it was honestly it was so bad and I just like I didn't know any better I was like this is just this is fine he's tall you know and like (laughs) and um it was (laughs) I have to laugh at it you know Um, it was honestly so spooky in there I like cleaned it out and This whole house just had an overall vibe where it was like a really big old home. And I live in Minneapolis in Minnesota. And it's like basically the oldest neighborhood in Minneapolis is Marcy Holmes. And so this house is in Marcy Holmes. And I swear you talk to anyone that lives in that neighborhood and mention living in a haunted house. And they're like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. We know about that. (laughs) Okay, wait, what's the um, name of the so town? The name, the name of the neighborhood in Minneapolis is Marcy, Marcy Holmes. Mm-hmm. So like Sherlock Holmes, but Marcy Holmes. Marcy Wonder if we have anyone in the, in this group who's probably, there. I feel like Minneapolis is like a podcast devout city. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So anyway, uh, most of the houses are haunted there. And this one, it was really weird when we moved in because there was like this, um, these girls had lived there before and all of their like stuff, like it was so bizarre, like things that were important to them were just like left out on the back patio. Like they had just abandoned their stuff there. And like, it was really weird things and you could tell that they were very religious too. And that like they had written like Bible verses on their walls and it was kind of bizarre. Cause like they had been painted over yeah. and then you could see them like seeping through the walls. Like they were like showing through the paint and they left like their Bibles, like their confirmation Bibles with like notes from family and stuff like written in them in the pile in the backyard 
And so it was really strange because I was like, I'm, I'm a very like, okay, you guys were talking about astrology on like the 200th episode and I'm a Mercury and Scorpio person, meaning I notice literally everything. And I'm just like hyper fixated on like all the little details. Oh my gosh. And this place was just full of them and it was so scary. And the basement was the worst part of the whole building. It was like, you went down there and you just felt like this hand, like on your chest and like on your throat. Like I always feel a very like visceral, like feeling when there's like spirits around, it's like, it's like pushing on me almost. And Oh my gosh. In the basement, it was just really, really creepy because the people who had lived there throughout the years had been writing stuff on the walls, like really weird things. And there was um, basically the bottom layer. The weirdest thing is that it would always like seep through each other. Like you could read all the different layers of this paint. And like, that's not normal. Like I don't... (laughs) It's so, it was seriously, I couldn't this stay there. So like creepy. I had to leave. It I was feels, like, this place is cursed. Yeah. I feel literally like I'm going to die if I stay here. Like I was like, I have to get out. It was. Really- yeah. Cause it'd be one thing if it was just one of those. Many yeah. No, but it was like a whole, it's like a whole scary horror yeah. movie set up. You know, it reminds me of Carrie. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. With the weird religious stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. So in the basement, there was like writing on the walls um they they're the first layer was like sex drugs rock and roll like it was like people just being like silly stoners and like writing like stupid stuff like that and then the religious people had come in and written all this like really kind of like far and like i'm i mean i'm literally like religious like i had no shame against it but like it was really weird the stuff they were writing was like jesus is my lover and like creepy stuff like that like over the other stuff and then it was like seeping through it and i was just like this is so weird and it was all in like black light paint and i was like what why did anyone do all of this in in black like it would all glow whenever the the boys like the boys put like black oh lights God. and stuff down there and it would all glow. And it was creepy. It was creepy, creepy. So we had had a party. <laughs> Eric, Eric in the chat said the writing is on the, the writing wall. was literally <laughs> on the wall. It was like, Oh my God. I was just like, okay. And I had no say in picking this house too. Like I just like moved wherever it was available. Cause I, at the time that was just like the best option for me. But if I had visited this home before deciding to move in, I don't know if I would have done it because like <laughs> the, everything was very obvious about it, that it wasn't the right pick. Right. Um, but anyway, so uh, one of the things that happened in the basement that was like the real like actual experience, I went down there to grab something that had gotten left down there like during a party when a bunch of people had been down there. And I didn't like to go down there by myself at all, but I was like, I'm just going to grab it and run right out. And I get down there and I like grab the thing and I go to leave and I like my foot like hits the first step. And I literally hear on the cement floor, this like shuffling of footsteps, like coming towards me. And so I turn quick because I'm like, what the fuck is that? Right. And I turn over my shoulder and there's nothing there. And I legitimately feel the air just get like sucked out from like my mouth it was so scary it was like I tried to gasp and something like sucked the air right out of my mouth and I just like booked it as 
fast as humanly possible. Like, I'm pretty sure I did the, like, all fours scramble up the stairs that you do when you're a little kid. Like, I literally got out of there, like, I as fast as humanly possible. Yes. It was so scary. Um, oh, man. <gasps> Wait, so how yeah, did you get okay. out of that place? So I was not the only one that got haunted, though. <sighs> um, my Two of the roommates were the best of buds. Oh. They grew up together. They had known each other forever. They were besties, right? And, like, they would, like, hang out all day, just chilling in their room, watching Netflix. Like, just real, real good, chill guys. Like, they're Minnesota boys. They're not causing a ruckus. You know what I mean? It's like, they're just chill dudes. And um, <laughs> when they would drink... It was the weirdest thing. It was like, and these are boys that have been drinking for most of their life. So it's not like this is brand new and they're lightweights. It was like only in this house. It would only happen in this house. They would drink and alcohol makes you really susceptible to spirits, like basically taking over your body, right? And they would go at it. Like they all, like I seriously saw these boys fight so intensely that one of them broke a chair over the other one's back. It was not fun. It was not like fun wrestling. Oh like we would, we would like play wrestle and like have fun and, and joke around like that. Oh my, oh my god! It was gosh. like scary. We were like literally like all speechless. We were like, get them out of the house. And like everybody kind of like made them like get out of the house. And as soon as they got onto the front lawn, they just stopped. It was the... okay were they aware were they like self-aware no they were like in a daze it was honestly it was seriously like they had been possessed by these spirits that like had this like beef and they just wanted to like fight it out and um i was so years later when i had moved out and i was like at a show downtown or whatever one of the roommates that was in that fight comes up to me and he's like oh my god sonia like I have to tell you something. And I was like, it's so good to see you, you know? And he's like, no, no, like, I have to tell you something. And I was like, what's up? And he's just like the house that we lived in. Like, it was so haunted, Sonia. And I was like, yeah, I know. Like, (laughs) it was awful. And he's like, no, like, I literally woke up and there was this thing like laying on top of me and nothing was there. Yeah. And he's there and I just screamed out to get off me like, the the roommate that he got in the fight with he like thought it was that no. roommate that was like pushing him down and i'm just like wow that's so interesting that I wanted to fight you like thought that it was that person like holding you down but it's really just this like entity that like has like and you have this other entity and it was so bizarre oh my gosh yeah I can't. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. That, okay. That's also, that just goes to prove how much of, like a daze they, they truly were in. Yes. They didn't realize yeah. you also knew it was haunted. Right. 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 Yeah. Cause none of us really wanted to like talk about it in the house. Cause it's like, you're scared that it's going to give it power and stuff. And it's just like, we all, they're all like very much like Midwestern, like really normie boys and I'm like a literal witch so it's just like the, the I didn't really want to talk to them about that stuff because I'm just like they won't understand and that's why he came to me because he's like you're the only one that I can actually say this to that like lived through it so wow so did he ever do you know if he talked to right. the other friend about that I don't um well, and it's really weird because one time I drove by the house like I don't think he ever really, I don't, I feel like they would never talk about it just because of the way that they are. 
Um, and maybe they will like when they're old and drunk sometime together, but like, I feel like they're just boys and they're not going to talk about it and not that boys don't talk about anything, but they're like sipping their whiskey when they're in this 60 and then one of them's like, I remember when you hit me over the back with a chair and the other one's like, Oh, was that when we were possessed? Yes. Yes, exactly. That's when they go. Yep. And then they don't say anything else. They'll be ice fishing. (laughs) They'll be ice fishing when this happens. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> um, percent. Oh my god! Uh, god, I cannot believe how much happened in such a short amount of time. Yeah, yeah, because it was really it was only like a semester, and then I moved. I was like, I have to get out of here. I did. I was an art student at the time, and I made a really cool um, lino cut, like um, a print of it, like a relief print, and I it I did it of like the bedroom had the original windows in it and they took the windows out. And I feel like that was what really set off. Like these original windows of the house were removed and replaced. And I just like knew in my heart, I was like, those are like really important to this house. Like, I feel like the spirits were really attached to those windows because they're very unique and really pretty. And I could tell that they were like kind of PO'd after Right. Or even just like any change to the structure of the house. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think with it being a college house and there being so much constant change, they just were like exhausted. It felt like some of them were mad and some of them were dangerous. And some of them were like, just like sad and wanted to be like left alone. Like there was one in the attic where I had to keep all my stuff, the creepy attic. I was like doing art up there one day I was like drawing and it was like kind of late and it had this light that you had to screw in and screw out to turn on and off. And I'm sitting there drawing and the light just like turned off. And I immediately got up. I just said, no, thank you. And just like walked out of the room, closed the door, didn't go back in until the next day when it was daylight. But I had, I had just like this strong feeling that like whatever was in there, it wasn't going to hurt me. It was just like, I need to be by myself up here. This is actually like the only space I've had in this home and now you're here in it. And like, I need you to go. <laughs> and yeah, it was just like, respectfully, please leave. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, know your place. That spirit is probably like, I was here first. I also need my alone time in the attic. It's the only yeah. place I can go. Oh, no, no, that's, I was speaking for the spirit. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Like, no, 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 not me. I didn't want to be up in the attic. I was like, I think you guys were the same. Yeah. No, no, the, that's kind of, that's, I feel like that's why I like understood that spirit so well is because like I was kind of going through a similar, similar thing, but yeah. It was- Madeline in the chat <gasps> says the attic is invite only. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so uh, good. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God, Sonia, thank you for sharing all of these. You're welcome. Is- I'm so happy that I got to share this with you guys. It's like, what a joy. I think people in the chat are definitely yeah. on the hunt to figure out exactly which house it is. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. They're all tall and big and spooky and just like bizarre homes and history in that neighborhood. There's history in this town. So we'll have to yeah oh please do we will definitely come to the live live show bring out the drones it'll be great amazing well thank you so much yeah thank you thank you so much have a great rest of your night bye you know what this reminds me of is when nick's family bought 
their house. And I think this is like a long time ago. I can't remember where it was, if it was the one in Minnesota, but like they had to do a bunch of work on it. So they decided to have a party at the house and like give everyone markers and everyone just like drew on all the walls and like wrote a bunch of messages. And then um, they were like supposed to start the construction the next day. But then I think something happened and they had to live in the house with all the writing on the walls for a while. But it reminds me oh, of like, no. that. that's the funny version of this story that Sonia just told where like, what if, you know, it was a party where a bunch of people just wrote creepy things all over. But no, I think it's just a creepy, terrifying house. Yeah. Well, remember I told you there was that house that Brian and I were looking at and we, we left and got, I got really strong, bad vibes. Our mm-hmm. realtor was like, mm, that was creepy, right? And Brian was like, I think Jenna was just like, no, we're not going to live in that house. But the basement there <laughs> had writing all over it. I don't think I told you that. Oh, it was like oh. in, in giant oh. sharpie, just like across the walls. It's it's like that, and I think we've read a story before where someone had writing or found writing in their closet, mm. and that's really creepy to me too. So creepy, the hidden messages somewhere. Hell no! I did write. In my childhood home, childhood home, the one that was haunted, this I had a super cool map on one wall. And so in the corner of like the bottom right corner of the map, I wrote a little message, but and then I signed it. But it wasn't a creepy message. It was just like, Sabrina was here. <laughs> or, you know, if I were to go back, it would be... Sabrina is cool. Yeah. So like K-E-W-L, right? Yeah, cool. This is Girl cool. Scout camp, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, what another, uh, um, what another, what another night. <laughs> what another night. <laughs> we made it through another one. Made it through what another one. Night. Um, no theme next week. No theme next week. Just bring bring your booties and your ghost stories. Bring yourselves. Yes. Um, we love you all. We're just going to keep staring at the chat because we don't really want to go. But We don't really want to go. And um, we'd love to have a slumber party with all of you. So let's just stay on the phone all night. <laughs> we'll just breathe until one of us falls asleep. No, you guys fall asleep first. No, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. <laughs> It's, do you remember when we were younger? Well, I'm saying when we were younger, like assuming you did this too. But at sleepovers, it'd be 11 o'clock at night and we would call the radio station and be like, can you give a shout out to Corinne? And then we would like try to stay awake to hear yeah. our shout out. And then we'd be like, can you hear put so-and-so yeah. in the doghouse? And it'd be like our crush, who definitely was not listening oh, to the radio at 1 a.m. Yeah. I yeah. My So I have a half-sister who is... Oh my gosh, is she 10? Nine or 10? I I should know. Um, anyway, she last year called me and she lives on the East Coast. She lives in Jersey. And I got like a FaceTime request from her at 9 p.m. our time or no, like 8 p.m. our time, which is 11 p.m. in Jersey. And I'm like, what is she doing up this late? Like if she's calling me, like, is it an emergency? So I answer and she's with a bunch of her friends having a sleepover. And she's like, she, I guess she just wanted to show her friends me because I'm her mysterious older, much older sister who lives across the country. 
And, uh, you are the cryptid. You're the, the lore. And is she real? Is she real? And anyway, she she like she goes, "What time is it?" And I go, "It's eleven o'clock there." And she goes, oh, "I stayed up all night." And I was. <laughs> I think that's so cute. So cute. So cute. Mm. All right. Well, we love you all. It does feel like we stayed up all night because this has just been fun. And uh, we're also grandmothers and we like to go to bed (laughs) right when this finishes. Early. Um, I tucked myself in immediately. (laughs) Uh, We love you all. We will see you. Oh, wait. Usually you do that. Okay. We will. (laughs) What if we just switch it up and you start whispering? <laughs> we can't. I feel like that would, something in the universe would implode. You would start glitching like crazy. I know. If the timeline shifts, they would be wild. We can't start that. <laughs> we love you. And we will see you on the <sighs> other side. Wait, I have a funnier idea. What? <laughs> Goodbye, but not really, because we're staying up all night. <laughs> Let's go back through all of our old episodes and just re-edit them to be like you saying or me saying two girls one ghost and you whispering them and everyone's gonna be like oh, i swear it was always sabrina whispering them oh, what a cruel prank <laughs> okay okay now we can say goodbye bye bye okay bye <laughs>